See, when the, the men of God, when the women of God came up against obstacles, when they came up against tough situations, they didn't turn and run. They didn't give up on God, but they proclaimed the fast. They prayed to God and God began to work for them. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. Pastor Holmberg's message today entitled Fasting begins part one of this powerful series. When we remove our focus from the things of this world, it allows us to draw closer to God. As a result of that closeness, God reveals things about you that you may or may not have been able to see. Come let's join Pastor Hornbuckle as he explains the importance of fasting. Amen. Ezra, the eighth chapter. Amen. The book of Ezra, uh, the eighth chapter. Praise God in verse 21. Uh, we're going to go through verse 21 through verse 23. Praise the Lord. Ezra, right behind Second Chronicles, in Old Testament, great book area. Ezra, mighty man of God. Verse 21. And if you have a Bible, and when you have it, say amen. Eighth chapter of the book of Ezra, verse 21. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Amen. Verse 21. Amen. If you have your Bible, go ahead and read, read along with me on three. On three, one, two, and three. Then. Amen. You may take your seats. God bless you. Thank God for the reading of his word on today. First of all, I want to say amen. Thank God. Amen. For the prayer here at the altar. And again, I want to say how beautiful it looks in here. Don't, don't the flowers look really nice, spring kind of atmosphere? Don't that look just wonderful? Praise the Lord. We thank God, amen, for those that help. Amen. Amen, Sophia. We thank God for you. Praise the Lord. Just helping out with the flowers decoration. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for all of us. We do this all together. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise God. I want to talk from the topic, topic today on fasting. Uh, we're entering into our last week of our corporate fast. And uh, some of you, um, I want to uh, encourage you with a few words. Uh, I want some of you to know that if you came off the fast for any reason, um, it's not too late to, it's never too late to jump back on. We'll be finishing this Saturday on the 24th, um, the fast. So um, feel free to jump right back in. If something came up, you know, things happen. Um, it's all about your heart. Um, that's, that's what God is concerned with. Um, uh, whether we fast or not, God is able to do great and mighty things. Um, but the scripture plainly outlines um, that um, there are benefits and there are blessings uh, when we do fast and pray before the Lord. And I want to encourage you this last week uh, to hold fast and to know that uh, God is going to do great and mighty things in your life. Uh, and there are some important scriptures here that I want to share with you on today. When looking at the book of Ezra, it's one of the um, books that I'm becoming more and more familiar with. We did a, a five-week series on the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was the third individual to take a group of uh, Israelites back to their hometown. Uh, Ezra was the second leader to take a group of believers, Israelites, back 
to their hometown. As you know, they have been held captive in Babylon. And so the text brings us up to speed in the fact that Ezra has been asked or been commissioned by God to go back to Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem, the temple has been built. Now in Jerusalem, they're able to go in there and worship. Ezra is commissioned by God to go back to Jerusalem to begin to teach and instruct the people of God. And I want you to know today that God is always looking for teachers. God is always looking for leaders to lead out and to help his people. Seems to me, and I said a statistic not too long ago, it seems like so many leaders are falling by the wayside. It's because the enemy does not want leaders to lead. He doesn't want leaders to be uh, up there before the people encouraging God's people. Seems like leaders have such a hard time in things that come upon them. It's because the enemy wants to destroy the leader. I'm impressed with Ezra, a priest, man of God. He was a man of God that was coming out of Babylon. He had been given uh, some letters by the same king that had given the letters to Nehemiah, um, would give them letters to Nehemiah later. Ezra was receiving letters from the king to go back to Jerusalem. And this is very, very, very good passage of scripture um, that we read on today. And so I believe it's going to encourage your heart. Praise God. Um, fasting and praying has a very important part in our lives today. It had a very important part in the lives of God's people back in Old Testament time. And I want to bring that out to you today. Praise God. Listen, um, we fast. When we fast, it brings, number one, it brings direction to our lives. This is, this is why we fast. When we fast, when we pray, it brings direction to our lives. Okay, it, it, it shows us the way to go. And this is what Ezra would be, be doing with the people of God. He said here in verse 21 of the eighth chapter, then I proclaimed a fast there. In other words, Ezra called a fast, similar what we've done here corporately here at Lily of the Valley. We have proclaimed a fast amongst the people. And this is what Ezra did. Ezra in verse 20 said, 21, then I proclaimed a fast there, where? At the river of Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek of him a right way for us. And as I stated before, fasting will bring about clear direction to our lives. Ezra was leading a whole band of Jerusalem, people, people back to Jerusalem. Over 2,000 is what history states. And Ezra had gotten to the point here at the river, this particular river where he began to look at the task that was before him. He began to look at all the things that were surrounding him. And he, and he had to come to the, to the realization that he needed direction. He needed God's help in how to lead these great people. So Ezra finds himself along with all these people, not only grown-ups, but there's little ones with them. And he gets to the point at this river, he realizes that, wait a minute, I need God's help here. Praise the Lord. And so he says that he proclaimed the fast. And he said that they began to afflict themselves before God. 
And why did they do that? Because they wanted to seek of him a right way. You know, there, the Bible says there's a way that seemeth right to a man, but the ends there are the way of death. We have to seek the ways God wants us to go. And through prayer and fasting, God will give us clear direction as to where we need to go. Ezra found himself in a tight situation. He found himself up against a lot of things that were going on here at this river. He had enemies surrounding him. Amen. They had plenty of substance that was traveling with them. And in these day and times, they had people laying in wait, ready to rob you, ready to take your families, ready to destroy your children. So you, let me tell you something. Ezra knew he needed God. Has anybody ever found themselves in that situation? It seems like the devil is, is putting havoc in your, in your family's life, in your finances, in, in the children. And you say, wait a minute, there's something going on here. And I need the help of God to give me direction as to which way we should go. Praise the Lord. Everybody ought to come to that point where we are in a situation and, and, and we realize that we need help. And we need the direction that God wants us to have. So many of us are making de decisions without not first consulting God. And all God is saying that when you fast and when you pray, seek me for direction. Seek me for the right path to walk in. There's a way that seems right. It just seems right to go over there. It just seems right to walk that way. It just seems right to invite that person. It just seems right to us. It just seems like the right thing to do. But every now and then, we ought to get to the point where we seek God's direction saying, God, is this what you would have for me? Is this what you would want for my family? Praise God, because all of us want our families to be blessed. And not only our families in this present day, but we want generations to come to be blessed. Do I have a witness here today? Praise the Lord. Come on and give the Lord a hand. Praise. He, he, he. Ezra got to the point where he really needed God. He really needed direction. He's at a river. He's got over 2,000 people with him. And he has such a responsibility upon his shoulders that he knows he can't do it by himself. I see so many people and so many pastors and so many uh, um, um, parents that try to put so much on themselves. And it seems like you can lose your mind if you're trying to depend upon yourself to make all of these decisions. There's got to come a point in time where you say, God, I can't do it no longer. I mean business with you, God. I need direction from you. I need to know if I'm going the right way. I need to know if I'm where you want me to be. Does anybody ever been there with God where you had to ask him, God, I need you right now? Praise God. Praise God. I tell you, this is where Ezra, the man of God, the priest, the educator, the one that was well educated in the word of God, not only did he teach the word, but he also lived the word. He was very anointed man of God, and he brought all the people together to the river and said, wait a minute, we've got to, we've got to do something here. 
We've got to do something here. There's things going on all around us. It seems like chaos everywhere. It seems like I, I can't, that, that things are cloudy right now. We've got to settle down and we've got to mean business with God. That's why I called us up to pray. I said, let's just go up here to pray because if our minds are wondering, if, if we're not unsure about where we are, if, if things aren't really clear, we come to the altar and we seek God's direction. We seek God for an answer to our situation. Listen. Ezra wasn't uh, the only one that proclaimed fast when they needed direction. Um, let's go quickly to the book of Judges. The book of Judges uh, play, uh, also outlines another uh, scenario where people used uh, fasting and prayer to get an answer from the Lord. The 20th chapter of the book of Judges, uh, verse 26, very quickly, it talks about how uh, these uh, individuals had come up against Israel, praise God. They went up to war against Israel, and praise God had destroyed Israel uh, in a number of ways, had destroyed their, their belongings and things. But verse 26 says, Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God. Come on, that's where you are this morning. You're in the house of God. You could be anywhere else. But you're here in the house of God. It said here, they came up to the house of God and wept. Some of you were weeping this morning. Amen. Some of you were weeping and sat there before the Lord, my God, and fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Praise God. They didn't know what to do. Things had gone all wrong for them. But one thing they did know was to go to the house of the Lord, just like you. You said things were coming apart. I didn't feel like it, but, but God had laid on my heart. I need to get to the house of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what they did. They came to the house of the Lord, and they fasted, and they sought God. You need direction to your life? If things are, are things unraveling around you, does things, does, things, does things seem uneasy to you? Get along with God. Pray. Fast before the Lord and watch God do great and mighty things in your life. Let's look at very quickly at 1 Samuel uh, chapter 7, verse 6. I want to give you another example of someone, praise God, of fasting before the Lord, praise God, and how it, bring, it brought clarity to uh, the people's lives. My Lord, 1 Samuel, the 7th chapter, verse 6, praise God, glory to God. Hallelujah. The children of Israel, again, had, had come up against Balaam. Uh, I mean, they had been doing a number of things. They had to repent. They had to get back right with God. Verse 6 says, And they gathered together at Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said, There we have sinned against the Lord, and Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. Let me tell you something. So what we're doing is not new. It's what others did for breakthroughs. It's what others did to make it in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. And my final example was 2 Chronicles. Praise God. The 20th chapter. Hallelujah. Talking again about how many depended on fasting and praying for answers and for deliverance from their situations. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles, the 20th chapter and verse 3. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
verse 3, and it reads, praise God, hallelujah, what we need. Jehoshaphat, you know the story. Jehoshaphat was faced with an impossible task. And many of you are going to be faced with impossibilities, things that seem impossible to accomplish. Jehoshaphat was no different. He didn't have very many men. He didn't have very much to go up against the army. Praise God. In fact, he said here in verse 2, he said, Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria. And behold, they be at Hezron, Tamar, which is in Enjadah. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. You see, when the, the men of God, when the women of God came up against obstacles, when they came up against tough situations, they didn't turn and run. They didn't give up on God, but they proclaimed the fast. They prayed to God, and God began to work for them. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. We need direction in our lives, and that's what fasting and praying brings to us. Point number two I want to leave with you on today and to encourage you. We fast for our little ones. We fast for our little ones. We read it in the verse here over in the, the, the reading earlier over in Ezra. We, were, we read in the eighth chapter, verse 21. Verse 21 said, Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Hava that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek of him a right way for us. Listen to this. And for our little ones. They prayed for the little ones. Here you have Ezra, over 2,000 people with him. But not only that, but there's the little ones there. And he knows that people are waiting to destroy him. He knows that people want to destroy the little ones. He knows that people want to take their substance. He, he's caught between a rock and a hard place. Come on, you all that got children, you know what I'm talking about. You wouldn't want anything precious, you know, to happen to those precious little ones. Am I right? Praise God. Don't we seek out their safety? Praise the Lord. When we're with them, we go down a dark street or anything of that nature. Our first inclination is to protect them. We want to protect them. We want them to be safe. And this is where Ezra finds himself. He finds himself in a situation. They're out in the open. They're in a, by a river. They're right where bandits can destroy them. They're right there where everything can be taken from them. Praise God. And he has nobody else to turn to but God. So the only thing that Ezra can think about is I got to fast. I've got to call this fast. And I've got to pray. And I've got to pray that God bless our little ones. Amen. Many times, if, if I'm sure if, if someone said, I'm going to take your life, but, 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 uh, but if you want to spare your life, let me take your, your, your child's life. You would step right up and say, you take mine. Because my, my little one has not lived long enough to do the things that they need to do. They have not been in this world long enough to impact the world the way that I have been. We protect our little ones. Praise God. And sometimes we want to protect them physically. We want to protect them by putting them under our arm and watching over them. But you know another way you can protect them is you can fast for them. 
Amen. And a lot of times our bigger ones, we can't do that. Amen. It could be not only that, but it could be our home, whatever it is. We can often fast, praise God. Often I find myself laying up in the bed at night, praise God, just praying for the saints, praying that God would bless them, praying that God would touch hearts, praying that God would do a great work in people's lives. And then as we fast, we, we're going through the day asking God to work in people's lives and to do great and mighty things amongst the people and in the kingdom of God. Come on and give God a hand. Pray. We can do great and mighty things if we get down to business with God. Pray and fast and seek the Lord and watch God move. Do I have a witness here? Lift those arms and say, we can do it. Come on, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it with the help of our God. Ezra needed encouragement. Ezra needed strength. And the only thing that he could turn to was fasting and praying. He got them around the river, praise God. He said, I don't know how we're going to make it, but, but you know what? We're going to fast and we're going to pray and we're going to seek our God. Hallelujah. We're going to pray and we're going to fast and we're going to seek our God for direction. God may say, God, God may tell us to turn around. God may say, no, no, I just wanted to test you like he did Abraham with Isaac. I may just be testing, but no, but, but they had to pray and ask for direction. They didn't go off what they thought. Praise the Lord. And sure enough, God showed up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, that's what we do. We pray for and fast for our little ones. Praise God. I want to close with these last two verses here. In verse 22, the third point I want to leave with you. Uh, when we fast, uh, we realize that our only boast is in the Lord. Our boasting is in the Lord. Praise God. It's never about us. Hallelujah. All of the glory and the boasting goes to God. Amen. All of the accolades go to God. Look at what verse 22 says. It says, for I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers. I'm going to finish with this. And the horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way. Because we had spoken unto the king saying, the hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him. But his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So what is Ezra saying here? He's saying here that he had the ability, Ezra, he had the ability to go back to the king and say, King, we need a band of soldiers to protect us. We need you to bring your soldiers, bring all your men, because we are in a desperate place. We've got people waiting to destroy us. We've got people waiting to take us out. And Ezra could have did it just like that could have got a hold of the king and said, King, we need your help. But you know what Ezra said? His boast was in the Lord. He had already boasted in the Lord. He had already said that God is my Savior. He had already said God would deliver them. He had already said that God would make a way. And I think about all the testimonies that have come through here. How, God, how people have stood firmly and said that I'll never leave God and I'll never forsake him and I'll stay with him until the end. That, that, that you, can't, you, can't, you can't do anything to discourage me. Praise God. You know what? The problem is they're saying they're going to do it. And that's where we mess up. But when we boast in God, we say with the help of God, I'm going to stand. With the help of God, I'm going to make it. With the help of God, we are going to do great and mighty things through God. We boast in the Lord. Come on and give God a hand break. Our boasting is in the Lord. Our, our accolades go to the Lord. And so this is where Ezra is. 
He's sitting there at the river saying, oh, God, I've already told the king. I said, king, that we don't need your help because we serve a mighty God. We serve a great God. That's what he said in the scriptures. Amen. And, when, and because those that serve God, they have the protection of God upon them. They have the anointing of God upon their lives. Praise God. He had already boasted of God. He had boasted these things to the king. So he, he felt ashamed. He said, I can't go back to the king and tell him I need his help now. I've already stepped out. I've already stepped out and said God would protect us. I've already stepped out and said God is my Lord. I've already stepped out and said if anything come up against us, God would take care of it. I've already said it. I boasted in the Lord. I made my boast in God and I can't go back on it. Hallelujah. Anybody boast in the Lord and then tried to go back on it? No, no. Can't go back on your boasting. Can't go back not in the Lord. Hallelujah. Ezra came so much to say, I'm ashamed. I'd be ashamed to go back to the king and ask for help. All I got to do is I got to pray. I got to seek God. I got to say, God, you got me right here. And sometimes God's got some of you right where he wants you. It look impossible. It look hard. You need help. You need assistance. You need help with the bills. You need help with your family. You need help. And the devil is saying, come on back over here. You see, it ain't as good as you thought it was, right? Why don't you come on back over here where the living is good? Don't you go back on what the devil is trying to get you to go back on? That's what they were, Ezra was trying to do. He said, no, I'm going to stay with the Lord. Come on. Say, I'm going to stay with the Lord. Come on and tell somebody, I'm going to stay with God. I'm going to stay with him. I'm not going back, no matter what the devil said, no matter how bad it gets. I'm not going back on God. He's been too good to me. Do I have a witness here today? Come on and give God a hand praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's a great God. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. They fasted and they prayed before the Lord. And I want you to know, if you just hang in there, saints, God will bring you through. Glory to God. He is one that will reward those that diligently seek him. Come on and give him a praise. Glory to God. That's all we got to do, Lillian, is go through the fire. Praise God, because we got people fasting here. We got people praying here. We've got deliverance on the way. We got to hold up our heads. Praise God. We can't go back on the Lord. Glory to God. We got to trust God to bring us out. Glory to God. That's what Ezra did. He trusted God. Hallelujah. For the Bible says in verse 31 that we departed from the river of Ava. Praise God. On the 12th day, glory to God. They had arrived there on the first day. Glory to God. But after 12 days, God said it's time to move. Glory to God. See, God don't always want us in the same place. Praise the Lord. It may not come tomorrow, but somewhere down the road, God is going to ask us to move on. Glory to God. He's going to move you from point A to point B. Do I have a witness? So the 12th day came to the people that Ezra had. Glory to God. And the Bible says that after the first month to go to Jerusalem, the Lord of God, the hand of our God was upon us, is what Ezra said. Glory to God. Why was the hand of God upon them? Because Ezra had prayed. Glory to God. Because Ezra had fasted. Glory to God. Because Ezra had given it to the Lord. Glory to God. And that's all I'm saying this morning. Just give it to the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They move forward. 
glory to God. They didn't go back and they didn't go to the side, but they moved forward. Glory to God. And the Bible says that the hand of our God was upon them. Glory to God. And I want you to know today, saints of God, if you're with the Lord, glory. If you just trust in God, <laughs> glory to God. God's hand will be upon you. Glory to God. And watch God do great and mighty things in your life. Do I have a witness here today? Come on and give the Lord a hand praise. Come on and give him a hand praise. The Lord God's hand was upon him, the Lord says, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy. Glory to God. I don't care what the enemy brings our way. My God today, it can't stop us. Glory to God. Because we've got God on our side. Come on and give God a praise. It said that God delivered them. My God. And God will deliver you. Glory to God. He'll deliver you from whatever you're going through. Do I have a witness here? Glory to God. The Bible said he delivered us from our enemy. He delivered them from those that lay in wait by the wayside. You got enemies that are waiting on the wayside. They're waiting for you to fall. They're waiting for you to give up. But don't you give up. Don't you stop. Don't you throw in the towel because God is our help. Come on and give God a hand pray. Isn't he our help today? Everybody's standing. He's our help today. Glory to God. He's our help. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Glory to God. Glory to God. Saints, God is on our side. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There is power in the ability to pray and fast and to trust God. My Lord, today, there is nothing God won't do for his people. Praise the Lord. Oh, the enemy comes to trick us. He comes to discourage but with the help of the Lord, God's hand is upon us. And no matter what the enemy does, he will not prevail. He will not stop you. He will not stop you today, saints. Every head's bowed and all the eyes are closed today. Glory to God. He's a great God today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's a great God. And you have a great Savior that loves you right now. You may find yourself right now like at a river. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I want you to know today, someone's praying for you. Someone had to pray for those little ones. I imagine they didn't know how to pray for themselves. Glory to God. I'm going to ask you one more time. Just come on up close here, amen, as we close out for today's service. Let's just finish up close. Glory to God. I can imagine they were surrounded around. Just right here, right here up front, right here. This is good. Glory to God. Just kind of spread around here. Glory to God. Just kind of spread out right around here. And I can imagine they were probably spread out like this at the river. Praise God. And I can imagine Ezra just talking to himself. God, we need your help. Brother Duncanson, you want to grab that oil and pour it. Let's anoint everybody. And I can imagine they were saying, we need your help, God. Sometimes leaders are going through things that the other people just don't know. The other people probably feeling okay, thought everything was fine. But God had impressed it upon Ezra to proclaim that fast. Glory, Brother Duncanson. To proclaim it. Glory to God. 
And I want to pray today like Ezra. I want to pray God's hand upon your life. Glory to God. I want to pray God's hand upon the little ones that are dear to you. And not just the little ones we see right here, but I'm talking about generations to come. Generations to come. Glory to God. Praying God's blessing upon your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren, great-nieces, great-nephews. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praying God's blessing on future wives, future husbands. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And saints, I want you to know as I pray here, as soon as Minister Duncanson is done anointing you all, I want to believe God's hand to be upon all of you that are here today. Glory to God. I'm going to believe God to do great and mighty things in your life. Glory to God. Because we've been praying, we've been fasting, and we believe God is in his word. Thank you, Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus, for the little ones, God, I pray, God, for your protection. Your hand be mighty upon the mother, the daughters, oh God, the future generations, God. In the name of Jesus, I speak it through the fast that we proclaim, God. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. I speak the power of God that would rest upon these ones here right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak the power of God. In the name of Jesus, to overcome obstacles, God. In the name of Jesus, I speak the power of encouragement, God. In the name of Jesus, that we leave here never the same, God. What a deeper commitment, a deeper, deeper resolve for you, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you touch, oh God, from the crown of her head, God to the soles of her feet, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we proclaim it, God. We proclaimed it corporately, God. We proclaimed it, God, in the name of Jesus. We, we proclaimed it in the name of Jesus, God, for the little ones, God, for the little ones, God, for the parent, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. And God, we see it as done. Come on and give God a hand praise. We see it as done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We accept the deliverance. We accept your protection. And this week, God, we expect great and mighty things in Jesus' name. Come on and give God a hand praise right where you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, we're going to dismiss you. Amen. We're going to dismiss you, but I want you to expect some great things this week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to expect something great. I want you to look for it. A lot of times things are happening, but we just not make a note of it. And if you can make a note of it and you know that mm, this is out of the ordinary, I bet you, I bet you got to show it to you. Huh? So, so look for it. Look for what God is going to do special. Huh? We're no different from the people of in Ezra's time. Huh? We're no different. We have Christ. We have our Savior. Praise God. We can expect great and mighty things in our lives. And that's what we want to believe. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this message. Know that God loves and cares for you deeply. You know, we all have struggles in our life, tough times, and much more. 
but God is about to do great things in your life. Remember the scripture found in Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It's your season for breakthrough. Don't give up. Don't stop. Trust God to bring you through. God bless you. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic Podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.